0: So, Gary Neville is the new Valencia manager. On the big interview, on Sky, on TalkSport, in print, I've raved on sufficiently about what I see in not only Gary's football mind, but his articulacy and his passion, his leadership, that you won't need me to tell you that I very much hope that the fact that he doesn't speak Spanish gets in the way, could get in the way of him being a success, a relative success between now and the end of the season at the Mestalla. I'm thrilled, properly thrilled that he's there and I spoke to Jockey Bjorklund who played in the cup final for Valencia who was a stalwart defender, quick defender who still lives in Valencia whose two sons are in the Valencia youth set up on the night of Gary's appointment and he immediately said without me prompting him I'm excited about this. He said I can't believe how thrilling it is to have a guy like that at this club. That pleases me. The guy who knows more about Mestalla and the Valencia ethos is Gais Mendieta. So we brought him to our big interview studios and I asked the two-time European midfielder of the year, the man who scored the greatest goal in certainly Spanish football history and who won the Cup and the Super Cup with Valencia, what it was he thought might lie ahead for Gary Neville at the Mestalla in this city, not just at the club, what the barriers might be and what his, Geiske's, hopes were for this rather surprising move. Gary Neville is not Johan Cruyff. And he's mm-hmm. not Paul Weller. Mm-hmm. Maybe more the charlatans, were he? is more charlatans <laughs> and, and and roses, stone roses. But stone roses yeah. I've gone a bit gooey over him. I've got a bit puppyish about my excitement about him. I think he's English football's Pep Guardiola, <laughs> not as a player. But he's gone to the club where you made your name. You're not from Valencia, but you know what makes that, the, mm. the personality outside <clears throat> the club, the, the, what's in the skin and the pores of the people around it. Lim is new, Lehun is new, but you know Valencia. What, what does he have to do apart from, what are the extras that he can't know yet that can make Valencia a place where he's happy and successful?
1: Well, I think there is two ways to see to this new situation with the Valencia. I think obviously Peter Lim... He's chosen a guy that he trusts, a guy that although have not got the experience, sometimes experience can be good, can be bad. I think, I don't know, there'll be fans that say, you know, he's a legend of the game, he'll do well, his brother's already there, so Phil will will, will update him to whatever he needs to know. The language barrier, I think, is a big thing mm-hmm. because Valencia fans like to hear, like to be treated, like to be, if you like, at all, in a way, to, to be take it in consideration, and and obviously results always in football are the more important thing. If he start winning, everyone will be like you know, sure, he's, that's he's, the law. Yeah, that's the law. But it's 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 not just the football. It's also his relation with with the fans, and that that's gonna be important for him. I've seen Ranieri was great. Cooper people couldn't see him. Benitez couldn't see him. Just because they haven't got this character to. To click with the people, to tell a joke, to, to, uh, to say something the funny. Aragonese had. Aragonese, that he had, had. yeah, he didn't have. But Benitez, Cooper didn't have. Mm. It's a delicate, fine line between the fans, but you need them, because we've seen what happened with Nuno. It's just the fans that just change their mind, and that, that's it, That you don't get them back. So, you know, I'm sure he will well advise that that's the way to do it. Then, football, he we see him. On TV, we see him as assistant in in the FA, in the national team. I'm sure he knows his stuff. He, ha- he only now has to prove. It he sound he, simple, but
0: he's I'm an sure. ex Sky guy, and you're you're still Sky guy. But so, I'm, but I'm asking a straight question. And I'm only a journalist. I only look at football. Mm. You mastered it, and you've explained how. When you listen to him, do you do you particularly breaking games down? Do you see what I see? Do you agree? And if you don't agree, tell me. But I I listen to a mind and an articulacy about football Mm -hmm. that I hear quite rarely from football people, is is. my opinion.
1: No, I agree. I agree. The same time you being a great footballer doesn't make you a good manager, being a good analyst doesn't make you a good manager. No. Because managers, as you well know, is not about knowing your stuff. It's about how you explain it, how you connect with your players, how you motivate your players, how you get... Now, a dressing room that is, they're all unite, you, unite, they're all together, they're all in the same direction. What they need is to connect between the manager again and the fans. I think that's the main job that, that Gary should be facing now. It, it's it's president, owner, fans, team and manager in the same in the same direction. Mm. More than actually, let's play 4-4-2, four, 4-2-3-1. Four, two, four, two, ah, that, that's football. That, that, you know, you can get it right. But if the players are there behind him, that's that's not so important. Which, and that, that's, that's, I think, is, is his main task.
0: Which typically for you brings us right back to your original point because you you don't waste words. I think he's got all that. I think one of the great things mm-hmm. he's got, apart from the analysis, he's got an enormous personality. He yeah, is oh, a definitely. leader. Yeah, he is. And I, People will mock me, and I don't care about the Pep Guardiola comparison because Pep was an extraordinary footballer. Mm-hmm. and Gary was a good footballer who excelled by making the most of everything mm-hmm. he had But I remember you telling me that you weren't surprised that Pep could go into that big dressing room Mm. and and organise it. I remember you clearly telling me that you had no surprise, whereas I wondered if it was early for him because I didn't know him like you. And the reason I think it comes right back down is I think, Gary, my belief is that apart from his football knowledge, his leadership, his personality, his conviction, would take Valencia to third by the end of the season if he could get it across, which is
1: the language, which is the point you made. Yeah, I've seen... Big managers being frustrated because they can't speak the language and basically communicate with the words they want to use to get in your mind. That that that's the tricky point. But
0: what he probably needs, right? Play with me here. Yeah, he's a football bright, English-speaking, music-obsessed Valencia legend.
1: You're up for the job. Oh, so if yeah. you
0: find somebody <laughs> and you, you, if you're up for the job. I'll, Keep my eyes open. I can't believe it's his first mistake he hasn't phoned you. So if you've listened to the big interview before, you know that little joke I was having was that Gary and Phil probably should have enlisted Geiska to go back to the Mastaya and help them get the Neville credo, Neville Family Credo, across to these talented, young, slightly insecure players. It's a very young squad. And what Mendietta was saying there was If Gary can somehow transmit his knowledge, experience, passion and football intelligence and if he can get hold of that skill of psychology, sports psychology and man management irrespective of not having great Spanish, this could be a very exciting ride. It could be fun for Gary, for Valencia, good for the England team and an indication of where Gary Neville's football career is going next. Thanks to Guy Scamandietta for helping tell us about Gary Neville at the Mestalla. Thanks to Alex Eady for making this all happen. Big interview, no back page press, no beer jacket, just up-to-date news.